Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Out of Five Stars, a weekly bookish podcast. We are your hosts, Jess and Jess. I am the Jess over here in Louisville. And I'm the Jess in the Pacific Northwest. Each week we get together, we drink delicious drinks, and we talk all things books. Books, book TV, book movies, bookish things, you name it. We got you covered. Today on the show, we are doing our second listener-suggested book, which also happens to be our first male-written book that we have done on the podcast. Um, yes. And it's also in the self-help realm world. Which I think area. is our first self-help for the for the podcast I, as well. I was wondering- I un- Untamed. Is Untamed a self-help? I think it's in that realm, too. I think it's in the the realm, like it's in that umbrella, but I think on one side of the umbrella is self-help and I think on the other is more of like a um, motivation Yeah, okay, I guess you're category. right. Category? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I don't know. Um, the book is called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. So Yes. And so this was first published. It was published a while ago, 2016. It currently sits at Goodreads at 3.9. Um, three. So kind of a lower one compared to the last couple books that we read as far as like Goodreads reviews. And mm-hmm. boy, are the Goodreads reviews all over the place. It's yep. it's like a hate or love book, I feel like for a lot of people. So I'm very excited to discuss it and see what you thought of it. Because um, uh, spoiler, my sister was the one who passed this book along to me. So Yes. And I actually, well, before we get into it, what's what's your drink of choice this lovely morning that we're recording? I brewed myself a cup of chai tea, like from a bag, and then I warmed up some oat milk and put it in there. So I tried to make a some variety of a chai tea latte, but it's you try to be really fancy. just, it's just tea with some milk in it. <laughs> yeah. What are you drinking? <laughs> I am doing plain Jane today. I am just drinking plain old water. Before we start getting into it, I wanted to ask you, why did your sister suggest this book to us? Like, did she like it? Was it or or like why? I want to know, like the reasoning behind it. That's a good question. Ashley Strode. Let me know. So I was over at their house in November um, celebrating Thanksgiving. And I I took my niece to the bookstore and we bought like a ton of books for her and a ton of books for me. And we just started getting talking because at that point, the podcast was pretty, pretty new. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this podcast with a friend. Like, these are some of the books that we've got coming up. So I just wanted to get paper copy, like hard copies of them for fun. I don't know, for pictures and it's nice to touch things sometimes. Anywho, my (laughs) sister was like, oh, that's great. You're doing a podcast. Like, here are some books that I read recently. You should take them off my hands because my sister's a clean freak. Like, her house is immaculate. And I I get the feeling that as soon as they don't use something in the house anymore, she passes it along or, you know, finds a new home for it. So anyway, she had these stack of books that she had just finished. This was one of them. It intrigued me. So I was like, we should do this one for the podcast. But this is just one she had finished. I did not ask for a review. I try not to ask for reviews until I have formed my own opinion. Um, Because I do think that, you know, if you find out like one of your best friends loves a book and then you read it and you're like, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah, You just, you want to be like, oh, yeah, it was okay. 
Yeah. So okay. I didn't ask her opinion. So now that I'm done with it, I will text her and ask her her opinion on it. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I'll text her quick. now while we're talking. Yes. Do that. Do that. Do that. Meanwhile, the, a quick recap of the book. It's basically just a book about how to live your best life, um, which can mean different things to different people reading it. And then you die. Um, and the main idea is focusing on having like less things and be better at them kind of like a new year's resolution kind of thing um care about fewer people and care about uh fewer things and kind of just like focus your energy on the stuff that you do care about um I don't I don't know yeah so I I put in that little like parentheses there sounds like a new year's resolution because I think if you go back to the new year's resolution episode for us that was one of my New Year's resolutions. Like, I swear to God, didn't I say, like, oh, I'm a master yes. of none and participate in everything? And I was yes. like, I need to stop doing, like, as many activities and just focus on, like, a few activities and start getting mm-hmm. good at them. So I definitely appreciate that. Obviously, I know it's not a new fucking idea. So it's not like Mark Manson is coming up with all this stuff on his own. And I think he does say that quite often like this idea is pulled from x y or z or maybe he doesn't all the time but it's not a new idea but it is good to be reminded of you know focus on the things that really matter yeah so did you think that this was an easy read for you oh big time i mean not only is it i mean it it if you look at the physical copy of my book well maybe not mine because it's all wet but very very short I think it's only like almost 200 pages, just mm-hmm. over 200, like 200. And I listened a penny. to the audiobook of it. And was it I easy to, to listen to? It was easy to just like have in the background and kind of like pay attention a few. Like it wasn't a story, so I didn't mm-hmm. need to necessarily follow along to every single thing in order to not miss anything. Right. Um, but after the first 20 minutes of listening to it, this was going to be a did not finish for me. And the only reason that I finished it is because it was an audiobook. Because this it was easy book too. is a piece of shit. I hated this uh, book. Oh my God. Yes. No. There you go. I've been holding it in. I've been wanting to text you like, this book is poopy. I don't know why we're doing this. But I, and I don't hate books that often. Wow. No, you really don't. I usually like find something to be like, oh, but you know, it had this, it had that, like I'm a positive person, but this book just, no, no. How how did you feel about it, Jessica? (laughs) You loved it, didn't you? You white girl, you loved it. No, love is a strong word. And I would not describe my relationship with this book as love. I will describe it as a no-nonsense kind of, you know, attitude towards the world type of book, which I did find funny. I did find it funny. But okay. that being said, it does come off as big-time douche, which isn't always necessarily a bad thing. But there were there was one part in the book that I, I did have an issue that I was like, okay, this is kind of Just cringy. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say 
I I liked it. It was okay. As far as a self-help book goes, I want more of like a no-nonsense, dumbass approach to self-help because I do think it does get muddled up a lot of the times. Um, Here's the thing, though. So his goal when he wrote this, because I wanted to look into him, uh, cause I, I gotta say, like, I don't think I would like this Mark guy as a person. And, um, so I'll put that out there. He kind of seems mm-hmm. like the guy who would show up at a bar when you're talking to your friend and he like scoots in and he tries to tell you about something I either don't care about at all. Like I don't care at mm-hmm. all. And I would be like, you're ruining my night. Or he would just be speaking really loudly about like how, you know, you just gotta let go of your ego, man. So I do got to say, I don't think I'd like this guy as a, as a dude. I don't think I'd hang out with him. But his goal of this um, book was to disrupt the help, the self-help industry and debunk many of the old tropes <clears throat> about positive thinking and the law of attraction and other like hoity-toity, woody duty stuff. So going into the book, thinking that is his goal, I think he accomplished that goal. It does, you know, just break it down into like, Two things. And here, this is one of the quotes that I pulled from the book. You and everyone you know is going to be dead soon. And in the short amount of time here and there, you have a limited amount of fucks to give, which is something I agree with. And I think everyone really does agree at their core. Um, he's just kind of saying things that other religions and and other like philosophies have said. But he does package it in a way for, you know, a white girl to be like, oh, yeah, I could put that on a phone background. You know what I mean? It's, well, that it's was, a cute little that package. Was like, that was my thing, too. I was listening to it, and I go, this is, I am not the intended audience. I think the intended audience is a male white man in their 30s. Because That's this me. Is, you, okay, <laughs> so at the beginning, like right at the beginning, he goes like, oh, you just like, you just have to accept the fact that you're probably never going to touch Jennifer Anderson's tits and that's okay. I'm like, who the fuck thinks like that? Like what? Yeah. And right there yeah, and then I, I'm like, this exactly. is stupid. I don't want to finish. I do not want to finish. And I was like, I sh- let me just, it's free. I'm listening to it from the library and it's an audiobook. I can do this five freaking hours of listening to this douchebag. It's a short book. And, but it was... I hated it, yeah. Jessica. I hated I'm sorry. It. I hated it. I'm sorry. And I do, I do understand that because he does a lot of his examples are male oriented examples. The um, stories he pulls, you know, to kind of illustrate things are a little wishwashy, especially like when he pulls the story of like repressed memories to prove a point. It was like not necessary in this book to prove his Mm -hmm. point, you know, about the repressed memories and people thinking that they were molested or maybe they weren't. It wasn't necessary for this book. And that's why my rating, when I will tell you what my rating, I brought it down some. The, if you strip it away just to like the, the fun quotes that you can pull about like defining good and bad values, those are good reminders for everyone. You know, healthy values are achieved internally. Things that I have you know, I have power to change over something creative. These are good things to be reminded of all the time. And I did like that. It was a short little squeeze to get, you know, those good 
reminders and then to to remind yourself like yeah no uh, you know I, I mean i'm the queen of knowing i'm not special but um it's good to hear that every once in a while to to remind yourself to not like put all that pressure on you to do everything you should do either in work or in relationships because you want to you know get as close as you can to that it's good to remind yourself yeah. like, hey we're never going to get that you're not going to get that just focus on like the couple things that you do and go with that. So I will say he met his goal, I think, with writing a no-nonsense, like debunking kind of self helpy book. It is written for dudes because there's a lot of talk about tits and about how his wife is sometimes ugly. And I was like, uh, what a dick. Like, look at you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, his wife is a banging hot body and like super hot so that was like dumb i was like all right bro like yeah good for well, you telling your wife she that. looks ugly in jeans like, but mm -hmm. i think it was i'm <clears throat> um, like the way of him like what gives him the right to do a self-help book like at the beginning of the book this was this was when I was paying attention at the beginning of the book he was saying how um oh like um if you want to quit your job and move to South America who gives a fuck do it if you want to do this who gives a fuck do it and I was like well only somebody that is privileged and has money can actually do those 100%. things and mm -hmm. he says he says that he like was working um, and then decided to like work for himself. So he spent some time couch surfing and oh my God, I lived with other people, but he also has, comes from like a really rich background. So if he failed, doesn't matter. He had Mommy something and to fall back just on. Give you some money. Like there mm -hmm. is nothing. It, it's kind of like the whole Rachel. There's Hollis no real pressure happened. Yeah. yeah. There's no pressure like, on it. If you know, you can fall back on something. Yeah. So I agree. I, so was... I I do a hundred percent agree with you, Jess. You like the like what? Did you think you say? I was gonna like this book, or did you? No, I kind of. I I think you would have liked little aspects of it, like you know, like I'm saying, mm -hmm. like the little reminders that you could pull and make a really cute Pinterest phone background on. Um, the guy, his writing style, it it comes off a little too douchey. I think that for. Yeah. most women 100%. to really get behind and I think that's why people like Rachel Hollis really got popular because she has that tone that women like but I didn't really like Rachel Hollis from the get-go and um I, I don't think I like Mark either but I did like the book oops so I did like the book sorry um <laughs> He says in the book that life advice is more effective when it's fun and unpretentious. And I think that's the, like, he was trying really hard to go for that unpretentious. And when you try too hard to be unpretentious, it backfires, you know, like, you know, when he's mm -hmm. talking about touching girls' tits and um, all that kind of just goofy boy stuff. I'm like, all right, whatever. It. I didn't need that in there, but the rest of the advice is, you know, solid advice. Was it goofy I, I, I've said it, or could said it to be myself. misogynistic. Both. Was it because, like, I don't know. It there was different like... parts. I think there were some that were on the scale of a, a douchebag dude telling. I think he wrote it for guys, but if a girl reads it, you know, he he comes off very misogynistic, and I think he probably is a little bit. I don't know. 
I don't really know the guy. I didn't really look at his blog or anything like that. I just wanted to kind of see what his what his goals were with this, like why he did it. And that's why I was pulling some of these quotes from interviews that he did and stuff like that. Um, curious about his wife, though. Like, what, what do you think she's all about? I know he met her in like Venezuela or, or Brazil or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Little bit yeah. of a 90 day fiance vibe. But I looked at her Instagram. She's like hugely She's successful pretty. and it's much better than his Instagram because his Instagram is just like shitty quotes over and over on the same like font and um, background. Yeah, I, I, I'll i say this. Um, This is my type of self-help book. The person who doesn't cry. Why? This is this is my type of self help book. Oh, okay. It's it's just it was funny and it didn't take itself too seriously. He kind of prefaced it by saying like, "Who the fuck am I to say anything? I don't, you know, because he really isn't. He he has no background in this. Type but then of he thing. goes on to like, write, but he does write say it, and, and that's everything. fine. Um, so that's fine. It seems like he's taking his own advice by you know not giving any fuck and just doing it, which is a very like. Men usually already have that vibe already. Like they can do, you know, whatever with very little repercussions. So it's easy to give that type of advice. You know, I Mm -hmm. think you and me kind of know in jobs that we've been in and things like that. It's very easy for a guy to say that kind of thing, but it's getting better. And I think people are on the right track. So that's good. I, I One thing that I thought was fun was one of the stories that he used and I don't even remember what he was trying to like the point of it was but do you remember the story about the the Japanese soldier who was like yeah okay so this Japanese soldier was sent to live in this jungle somewhere and then just refused to believe that Japan had lost the war and stayed in the jungle for like years and years and years and everyone Mm -hmm. thought he was a myth he wasn't real it was about like loyalty I think that was the thing it was like uh his his bad value was loyalty Loyalty. above all else or something like that Mm -hmm. that I think that was the vibe he was going to and that story I don't know if you found that really fascinating or anything like that but I thought it was a good story if you thought it was a fascinating story you should listen to and I'll we'll put it in the show notes there's a dollop episode it's a podcast of a American history, also not American history podcast, but mm-hmm. they have a whole episode on this guy. And boy, is that story way more even fascinating than like, you know, the elevator pitch version it Mark gives in the book. It mm-hmm. is a wild fucking ride. Um, so that's a cool one. I'll I'll put it in the show notes for for everyone too. If you were like, what a bizarre thing that's like a Planet of the Apes, but on on I don't know yeah. on crazy it, that's a nut story to to think yeah. that some guy could just be living out there and refuse to believe that the war is over and then continue living that war um yeah so at the end of the book we'll we'll yada 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 through a lot of his um interpretation of like eastern philosophy and things like that mm-hmm. yada 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 at the end let go of your ego and you're gonna die anyways gives me very like I just did uh mushrooms or molly for the first time vibes um you know when you have that big awakening in your brain um 
Again, though, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. It's not wrong. And I was like, I liked the way it was delivered to me. You know, I God, just think I'm that just I... like an asshole inside my I'm an asshole inside. So this was like perfect for me because I'm like, yeah, I identify with the asshole in you. You know how people say like namaste, like, you know, roughly translates to like the light in me sees the light in you. Uh, we need to find a new word that like the asshole in me I sees the asshole in you. I don't know what it would be yet, but um, I bet Mark Mark uh, Mark Manson could figure it out, and he could tell us that word. And every time we're we're douchebags and over explaining things that don't need to be explained, we'll say that to each other. I think I am just not a big self help book person. Um, mm-hmm. I love Brene Brown, but she her books are more based on studies and research than just this is what I think and this is what you should do and this is mm-hmm. how you should view all of the things that's just like put yeah it in a blog but you don't need to write a book yeah so I I will say this I have not read a whole bunch in the self-help like I read the you are a badass I've read um oh one I really did like was the Azianzari uh what was that called? It was like something love book. I'll look it up. That one I really did enjoy. It was a fun read. Anyways, that one was really good. But the Aziz Ansari book, his, um, he worked with like scientists to explain research. So it was like a, a, a comedian explaining research. Um, and that, made it way easier to digest because I have like read it's called um modern romance an investigation Mm -hmm. and I would say five out of five that one was really good um for me as far as self-help books go and uh because this obviously this one no research no research whatsoever he just pulled everything out of his ass I hated it. There's like examples that he pulls, but you could easily pull the same example and get a different, uh, a different ending interpretation. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. But here we go. I'm just an asshole at heart. And so I, I identify with the asshole who wrote this book in, I hope not very many ways, but I just like the fun package. Also my package got wet. (laughs) water damage which i thought was poetic that when my apartment's roof broke and poopy water was like streaming from the ceiling and my how to the subtle art of not giving a fuck got totally ruined i was like well i'm either gonna give way too many fucks because my apartment exploded or i'll wait till that book dries out and i'll learn how to not give any fucks about it so anyways Hmm. I don't know. Now I'm here living in the trailer down by the river. So I think I'm yeah. giving like the least amount of fucks <laughs> or maybe too many. I don't know. Um, one question for you mm-hmm. since we're on the topic of giving fucks. Is there anything <laughs> I'm going to guess? No. Is there anything you're choosing to let go of after reading this book? Did he inspire you to give a less uh, one fewer fuck about anything? Um, no, no, there was nothing. I am letting go 
of the memory of this book because it was <laughs> trash. It was trash. If you have, if the listeners have any self-respect, they will not read this book. Trust me. It was poopy. It was poopy water. That's why poopy water spilled all over your the copy of your book, Jessica, because it, the book was hey, trash anyways. It got a few other books too. It also got How to Buy a House for Dummies. That's why I'm here in this trailer. It also got, it got several other books. Um, And it got a whole bunch of my expensive yarn I had bought. So that was. Well, I guess knitting is no longer part of your things that you're going to be focusing on. It is not. It is not. I brought no knitting. I did bring a sewing machine. So I will give my fuck about that. And I'm giving up knitting. I don't need to knit. I'm not good at it. It takes too long. I'm frustrated with it. Um, for me, reading this book, I I was already kind of on this path. Like I said, this was, surprisingly enough, this was my New Year's resolution. I didn't say it like Mark, because I'm not that big of an asshole. I said I need, and this is exactly another thing too, you could easily just take out fuck in this book and replace it with care. Like the word care, how to, how to, just, how yeah. to care less. <laughs> Um, and that's how I said my new year's resolution. I said, I, I think I said like, I either care too much or I, I try too many things at once and then I never get good at anything. So mm-hmm. funny, funny enough. Yeah. That was my new year's resolution this year. And so I was already on this path. So I think it resonated with me a lot harder than, um, you, and I'm also just more of an asshole. So I was not frustrated with the assholery of the the uh riot the yeah the author as much it didn't it didn't influence me to like give up any more fucks than i was already giving up right now yeah so i will say that it didn't like put any more burn under my fire but i would definitely keep this book as like a recommendation for very certain people you know what i mean so what would you rate it because we already know my rating, but I want to know yours. I'll tell you after. Wait, did you say that... did you, did you say one star or zero? I haven't. I haven't given it. You'll find okay. out. Just just go. Just and go. here's tell the thing, what you're too. rating it, listeners. We we have discussed having different star ratings for different um different uh you know types of books like categories of books. Yeah, like I don't know if we can always have the same star rating for fiction versus nonfiction versus memoir. So far, we've just been using one star rating, but maybe we should open it up. And I think this is an instance where I would want to open it up because as far as like the self-help category, if that Aziz Ansari modern romance is is five out of five for me, this one, three out of five in the self-help book realm, mm-hmm. right? If I'm just rating it against like all books ever, then it gets two out of five stars. But in the self-help book realm, three out of five stars. I would recommend it to other folks. I I don't see myself sitting down and reading it again because I kind of got the idea. Uh, I don't need to get that idea again. But I think I would keep it around to like recommend to certain certain folks. And I actually do have someone I'm going to recommend this to next. It is a man. <laughs> <FYI>. <laughs> okay, okay so my look, rating 
Yeah, what are you going to rate it? Oh. This, like I said, it was going to be a did not finish. Be honest. It's fine. I, just, I know. I just was, I couldn't. But somehow I'm, I did. I couldn't. If I was reading it, like if yeah. I had the book and I was reading it, it, I probably would not have finished it. Um, it would have made me so angry. I would have thrown it at the wall. Um, That's fine. I burned it, but it's, I didn't buy a copy. I'm just going to go with one star. Just not zero star. that Japanese um I think the Japanese story was really cool about the soldier there were some stories in there for just the pure story that were okay to listen to but everything else was garbage I respect that this- yes this is me um yeah so I kind of I kind of Read, getting into it around, um, what was it? I think like probably chapter, I think it was even chapter one, you know, I, he kind of comes off, gives the vibe that like you yourself should be able to fix all of your issue kind of thing, which I, I, I do not agree with. Um, I can't really tell where he lands on the, like, is therapy a good thing scale or is medication a good thing scale, but I would go ahead and say he lands on the, like, you shouldn't need that kind of stuff scale. And, um, which I, I disagree with. I don't think that's, everyone is wired and built different. Yes. Um, it's whatever works for you to make you better. Yeah. And, um, there was just a few things he said in chapter one that I was like, oh, I, I think Jessica's not going to like this one. <laughs> uh, my sister has not responded yet, and I'm very bummed out because I wanted to know what her rating was. Um, I guess That's okay. We'll, we'll, keep, we'll put it we'll in. We'll keep the- chatting, and if she does, we'll, we'll say it. Um, but if, if we not, do- we'll just put it in the review for next, for next one. We'll say it. Um, yeah. But we... And this is, I think this book was the inspiration for our next segment. <laughs> I was reading through all of these yeah, and yeah. it was great. Um, so we have a new segment today. We're skipping Guests with Jess and we are doing bad reviews that made you feel good. Bad, bad. I don't know. It should be like a bad reviews. Can we do a um go yes so jessica came jessica came up with this idea and i freaked out i loved it because i'm such a slut for reading reviews after i'm done with a book like i immediately have to go look i love going on goodreads seeing if any of my friends have already rated it and then i just love to read the random reviews from both ends by the the way you did really good at not um rating it before i know i I tried so hard she's still reading it yeah. Um, you know, what else helped was I was in a, the middle of a move. So uh, yeah. that was easier. I love reading reviews. And so when Jessica told me, she was like, we should find like the best bad reviews and read them to each other. I was like, oh my God, that's going to be great. So I went into the Goodreads and let me tell you, chef's kiss. These women on here are like so hilarious. Like I totally agree with a lot of the bad reviews too. I'm just not a very good person. So I guess I like the book a little bit more. Um, Okay. So I went through and I just, I just picked one and Jessica picked one. Um, So this, this review was written in 2017 by Alyssa Rubin. um, And she rated it, did not like one star because I don't think you can write, rate 
no star on Goodread, which that should change. No. So she says, whenever a young white dude claims to hold some kind of universal truth, he's usually just talking about himself. And when he's not talking about himself or his sexual exploits, he's mansplaining Eastern mm-hmm. philosophy and reminding us that the key to happiness is accepting our own death, which is the only thing that I'm thinking about after reading this book. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious because it, yes, it's so true. I mean, I feel like a lot of women meet these dudes out places who just like come up and they're like man you gotta you gotta release your ego you gotta get rid of your ego like open up your third eye man and it's like do you know what you're talking about do you know what you're talking about not that i care because why are you here talking to me but uh 100 percent agree with Alyssa. also I, I agree but i'm also like ah it was fun i liked reading it it was a fun thing Okay, I, because it did come out in 2016, there's a lot of older reviews, so I did my best to find a more recent review to to see Mm -hmm. if it was still shitty in the present, too. And this book is from- in 2021, thought it was bad. Yeah, this this book, this review is- Yeah. Was posted on April 4th of 2021, so just six days ago from our recording- Wow. Fresh off the press. Okay, good. And Sophie rated it a one star. Things I do not like about this book. Freud is mentioned as a legit psychological source. Stanford Prison Experiment is mentioned as a legit psychological source. It's so male viewy that women feel like objects at points. Swearing feels so forced and unnatural in sentences, which I do agree. There's like a lot of unnecessary swearing um mm-hmm. i understand that the book's title has fucking it but there's such a thing as overkill dude um continuing over linkedin dash influencer e statements reads like self-indulgent diary entries yes it does final <laughs> chapters reads like the last sentence of the life of brain brian the last life sentence, of brian yeah mm-hmm. the last scene of the life of brian but worse that was, that was, oof. that was a lot, Sophie. Yeah, Sophie, Alyssa, I don't disagree with you. I just thought it was fun. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Um, so what does that mean about me? I don't know. I really don't know. But it was just kind of my fun, go, go fuck everything attitude that I'm trying to embrace. I was already trying to embrace. So Mark didn't influence me to embrace anything else. I was already on that path. So there you go. I don't know. What do you guys think about that segment? I thought it was funny. I would love to keep going through and like finding more. Even like if we found like five star reviews that were just crazy, you know, like, yeah, just I think we should keep doing that. Keep looking at reviews people do because those I love being a looky loo. That's like, um. You know, one of my favorite activities is seeing what other people think. So there you go. Well, anywho, Jess, continuing, continuing, continuing our on. male author theme that we have going, which I would love to go back to female authors. Not to say that male authors are bad. Maybe just the books that we picked are not what we expected. We should find Uh-oh, a good What male, does that mean about this author. one? 
Well, I'm just saying, continuing on to the next next week, we're discussing Less by Andrew Sean Greer. And this book, Jessica picked, right? I did. I picked it. Yep. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. This was a book Chris, my Chris, picked for me. He bought it for me as a gift. So, um, Oh, nice. Yes. The last book I read that he gifted me was the All the Ugly, Ugly Beautiful. Ugly and Wonderful Things. Wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, keep messing it up. That one, which was very compelling. Not a book I would have picked up on my own. Um, so, yeah. He picks out, like, books that I just would never pick out on my own. Not that that's a bad thing. It's just very fun to get someone else picking out a book for you that they're like, I think yeah. you'll like this one. So, yeah. that's what he, he picked out less, and I'm very excited to read it. I have started it. Haven't got very far. Mm -hmm. Oh, and just in the nick of time, my sister got her response to us. Okay. I can't wait to hear. Okay. 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 So I'm going to read it. So this is my sister who recommended this book. Well, recommended is weird. My sister would give it a 3.5, maybe four out of five stars. Being a people pleaser, I appreciate he was very honest and blunt. It's something I wish I could be. But I also at times thought the writer was kind of a guy's guy, kind of a douche. Yep. A hundred percent. Yeah. There you go, Ash. Yeah. My sister, a hundred percent. She is always going a hundred percent. I think she works like 60 hours a week or something like that. It's nuts. And she's got three kids that she takes care of and her house is always immaculate. Like she's a perfect people pleaser. So I, I could see that where she would be like, I need to be reminded that I need to like stop policing people yeah. all the time um yeah sounds like the the jones girls had the same idea we were like yeah it's a great reminder but the guy was a douche <laughs> yeah. yeah so maybe it's just a minnesota thing i'm sorry i'm sorry we did that to you it's just our thick minnesota skin i'm not sure oh she sent me another message let's see what she said she just wanted to know what we thought. I was like, hmm, okay. thought she was adding something to it. Anyways, anywho, so the Jones girls gave it solid. I gave it a three. My sister gave it 3.5, maybe four out of five. And Jessica in Louisville gave it one star. One so, star. Can, can my star be in yeah. the shape of a poop? It sure can. Oh, my God. Yes. We need to do that for, yes, it's going to be a poo-poo rating. Yes. That's smart. She's the ideal person. I'm the like creative executor, but she's the creative idea executor. I love it. Uh, do not forget to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us on all the social medias at Out of Five Stars. Until next time, everyone. Hope you enjoyed our discussion. <laughs> Jessica's like, I'm Cheers. so ready to be done with it. Cheers. Bye.